Hi. <laughs> How is everyone? Good. Well, hey, I am just going to take a few minutes this morning because I want to make sure we get you guys out to, um, for a solid amount of solo time because I believe that it is important to spend time in God's Word. And so this morning, that's what we're going to allow you guys to do. We're going to create a space, even in our chapel time, to go, man, you are going to go out there and you are going to spend one-on-one -on -one time in God's Word. Um, so if you have your Bibles, open up to Psalm 19. And when you get there, give me a yip-yip. I know for a fact you're not there. <laughs> not because you don't know where it is, but because that was fast. That was very fast. So when you get there, give me a yip-yip. Yes, okay, okay. Don't lie. That would be a weird thing to lie about. <clears throat> yes. Yep, yep. If you don't have your Bible, turn to your friend next to you. And then if you still don't have a Bible on your way out, make sure you go see the lead counselors in the back. They will get you one. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Good. Okay, we're there. So here's what we're going to look at this morning. You guys have an incredible opportunity while you're here at Hume Lake to visit a really beautiful place, right? Like you look around and you're like, wow, this place is pretty. Unbiasedly, you look out at the lake, at the mountains, at the trees, and it's amazing. It's crazy. And so what we're going to look at here this morning in Psalm 19, we see David, as he writes a psalm, in the first six verses, he's praising God for revealing himself through his creation. And in the 7 through 10, he starts to praise God for revealing himself through his written word. And so what you guys will actually have the opportunity to do this morning is you will go out into the creation of God, and you will sit there, and you will look out over the mountains, you will look out over the lake, you will look up at the heavens, and you'll actually get to see what David is writing about here. And then you'll even get to spend time in his written word. So in verse 19, um, sorry, in chapter 19, verse 1, it says this. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims his handiwork. Right? As we look out, when it says the heavens here, it's not talking about heaven. It's talking about the skies, the sun, the skies, the sky, the sun, and the moon. That as we look up and around, as we lift our chins, we can see that the heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. So as we look out at the creation around us, and what you guys are going to get to do in a moment is sit down at the lake lawn or find somewhere in camp to sit, you guys will look around and you, I assure you, will not be able to help but see the glory of God because it declares, the creation declares the glory of God. God's hands created this. He breathed existence. Right? And so you guys get to sit in that and go, wow, our God is so big. And in verse 7, 
David begins to shift his focus to praising God or thanking God for revealing himself through his written word. And last night, Rich talked about the scriptures, right? They're reliable. They're true. They're trustworthy. We can trust them. Why? Because they are rooted in God's character, which is true and trustworthy. They're relevant to our life today, not just then. So let's read it, right? And so in verse 7, it says this, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. We live in a crazy world, right? We live in a very broken, imperfect world. And David starts out in verse 7, the first thing he says, the law of the Lord is perfect. We have very few, if not none, none, no, examples of what is perfect this side of eternity other than what God has said and established in his word. It says that it is perfect. It is reviving the soul. It brings life to our soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. I love this one because in Acts 4, there's a story um, basically about Peter of John, Peter of John, Peter and John, they're before the religious elite and they're arrested because they've been boldly proclaiming the truth of Jesus Christ, that he came here, there was this man, he was crucified, he was the Messiah, and it says that they had recognized that they had been with Jesus because of the things that they were saying and doing. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the disciples, young, many of them your age, the men who followed Jesus, because of who Jesus is, his life and his teaching, it makes wise the simple. You and I, maybe I won't say this about you, me, I am just a simple-minded girl who loves the Lord and desires to know him more. And right here it says, the testimony of the Lord is sure it makes wise and simple as we go to God's word and say, God, would you help me to discern and understand what it is that you are saying? God, would you give me wisdom? He does. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Brings joy to our heart. Right? The words of God are not just merely a list of do's and don'ts. They're not just religiosity of do these things, don't do these things. But as we seek to deeper understand what God has said in his text, it brings joy to our heart as we navigate a broken and fallen world. And for many of you sitting in a crowd this size, I'm sure that there are many of you who have experienced trials and pain and hardship. And as we go to the word of God, it brings joy to our heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And in verse 10, David says this. He says, more to be desired are they than gold. What is he talking about when he says they? Well, what was he just writing about in 7, 8, and 9? The written word, right? More to be desired are the words of God than anything else this side of eternity. David takes a thing that in his culture has the most value ever, gold. He says, even much fine gold, right after that, for us to go, what is it in our life that we have placed value on that we go, that is the most important thing to me? And yet to go right here that David is saying, God's word is to be desired more than anything else this side of eternity. And so this morning, what we're going to do in just a few minutes, I'm going to pray and then I'm going to send you guys out. 
We're going to send you to solo time. And the reason that I wanted to walk you through this passage just briefly is because many of you might go out there and go, man, I have no idea where to open my Bible to and what to read. And so this passage is so, so sweet to me and so filled with so many things that we could talk about for hours. But what I love about it is that there's, it's a twofold practice that you guys get to go do. You get to go sit in the creation of God that David writes about in 1 through 6 that, that proclaims the glory of who he is. As you look out with his written word, you get to look up and say, God, look at how big you are. Look at how intentional you are. All of the things around us did not just happen by accident, but there is a personally involved creator who created all of it. And then, as he says in verse 7, you then get to spend time in his word and go, God, your word revives my soul. It rejoices my heart. It makes me wise. It enlightens my, my eyes. And you guys get to do that this morning. You don't have to stay in Psalm 19 if you're like, no, 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 I got my own Bible plan and I'm reading some other stuff. That's great. This time is for you to be in the scripture before the God of the universe and seek to better understand his character and who he is. But if you don't know where to go, Psalm 19 is an amazing place to start because there's so much there. And then after that, you guys will have a bell that rings around 1015-ish, maybe 1020. We'll see. But that will mean that you guys are going to go back to your cabin or back to your, you're going to go to your cabin breakouts. And then you're going to get to talk and discuss what has the Lord placed in your heart this morning? Is there anything that he has revealed to you through his word? Let me pray for us and I'll send you guys out. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity this morning. God, to spend time worshiping you through song, proclaiming truths about who you are, about your character, about your nature. God, I thank you that these are not just words that we sing, but God, these are words that are rooted in the truth of your word. God, I thank you for the time and space this morning that we get to have and go out and spend time in your word. God, I pray and I ask that you would reveal to us more about who you are as we go to your word to seek to better understand the character that, that you have, God, the love that you have for us. So, Father, would you be with us this morning? God, make us wise in your eyes. Lord, allow us to seek your wisdom, not our own. God, we love you and pray these things in your name. Amen.